Hello and welcome to the Forever and Always podcast. I'm Katie. And I'm Chris. I'm excited. I feel like we haven't done an episode in a while for some reason. Well, I guess we have, but I wasn't in last week's episode, so... It feels like a minute for you. It feels like a while, yeah. But today we will be talking about... Being married. married for a year now and some change. But for the most part, we're doing this episode because... We were gifted a one question a day for Newlyweds book that we started on this day a year ago. Yeah. So I know it's not like our wedding, but we never really got to the book until a few months after we got married. We did think it might have been the end of the world. <laughs> I didn't. I did for like a second there. Like in April, I was like, you oh no, you never know. It was the end of the world. You never know how long we'll be stuck inside. Yeah. But anyway, we just never really got to it. And then we went through like some of our wedding stuff and found it. And well, here we are. Yeah. The other day, Chris was going through our wedding stuff and he found a bunch of gift cards yeah. <laughs> that we completely forgot about, like to Target and stuff. And of course, we found all of those after we bought everything for our new apartment. <laughs> There's a few things here and there that we could still yeah. use it for. But of stuff. course, we're still like happy to have that and, and find that. It was a nice little surprise. I know. And then also, we're going to be talking about common mistakes that people make in their first year of marriage. So, which one should we do first? Let's do... I say we do the mistakes, and then we'll talk about our journal and okay. it on a happy note, I okay. think. So, this is what experts say that are the most common mistakes that couples make in their first year of marriage. The first year of marriage is very critical. I feel like it kind of sets the tone for your whole entire life. And that's when you really need to figure out how you're going to make things work as a married couple. Because there are definitely differences between being married and then just being in a relationship. I don't know. Since we've been married for a year, you could see how some of these things could be true. So... Yeah. I think one of my favorite ones that they say is they forget to check in on their partner and like act like they're dating again. Yeah. Make sure you're still dating each other. Yeah. And going on dates and actively, I don't know. I think we've talked about this before, but it can be easy to fall into such a routine and kind of like live our own lives, but together. We see each other every day and we're with each other all the time, but it's kind of just like you're in your office doing your stuff and I'm doing my stuff. It's like we still talk to each other, obviously, but if we weren't living together, then the time that we would set aside for each other is specifically for each other. Does that make sense? Like if I was to come over to your house, that would be our time to hang out. Yeah. But we're just always hanging out. So it's like we have to specifically be like, okay, let's watch a show together or let's do this so that we're not like in our own separate worlds. Yeah, I agree. I think it's important to like check in on your partner and kind of set aside time to like go on a date. Like tomorrow, me and Katie are going to go to a movie and like have like an actual date. So it's important to set aside that time. And even when you're at home and doing other stuff to like, respect each other's boundaries, but also to, like, check in on each other. What movie are we seeing? Uh, Quiet Place Part 2. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I forgot completely. I was just wondering. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it'll be our first movie since COVID, so it'll be interesting. I know, in the theaters. Yeah. I'm so excited. Can we get popcorn? Yeah. Mm. Okay, so another thing that is a common mistake in relationships, or I guess... Something to look out for. Yeah, something to look out for 
is not to make assumptions about household duties or chores or cleaning up after each other or anything like that. Just make sure you have open communication. I think sometimes it can seem like it's a competition, like, oh, I did the laundry, so you should do the dishes or whatever. And it's important to just, I don't know, pick up after yourself, clean up where you need to. Sometimes what I do is I think about if this were only my apartment and Chris didn't live here, like, would I want the dishes to be done or would I want whatever to be cleaned? And I just kind of do it myself. And then same for Chris, like, he'll just take the trash out and do certain things. And it kind of just works for us because we have a balance. But if that doesn't work for you, though, definitely just set like the chore list or whatever you like to do or don't want to do and see how to divide it out evenly and fairly. Yeah, I think think because I think it depends on the couple and how their relationship works. I mean, I feel like I do most of the car stuff if there's any car stuff that needs to get oh, done. Oh, yeah, because so I don't like, even know how to do yeah. that. <laughs> so I think there's, like, different so, stuff like that, right? Well, it helps if we clean together. Like, on a Saturday morning or something, we just pick up the whole house. We do the laundry, wipe down all the... Because we keep everything pretty clean, but, of course, stuff is going to get dirty. And I think it helps if we just do it together because there's no sort of like animosity like, oh, I cleaned the whole house this week or whatever. We're just doing it together. Yeah, you feel like more like a team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's an an important thing. Another really important thing in like the first year of marriage is I don't know how long you've been with your partner or whatever, but a year is a long time and you get comfortable with your partner And you almost, I wouldn't say you lose like that spark or anything, but you become more friends with your partner than like. Well, that's what I was kind of saying earlier. It's like when we live together, we're just with each other all the time. So there isn't that specific time for us to hang out unless it's at the very end of the day and we're both done with everything. Yeah. I mean, you're sharing a space. Or on the weekends. The weekends we always kind of. Yeah. It's like you're both sharing a space you don't have anywhere to like retreat to yeah your retreat is like the same space yeah that's very true so along those lines is you don't like touch as frequently or like Mm -hmm. flirt with each other as frequently after a year or so of marriage or just to make sure if you're at that year mark or in a long relationship to keep that like flirting and yeah you know. I definitely think we are really flirty still. Like, you got me flowers the other day, which was really cute. And that's something that you would do a lot when you were dating. So I feel like doing things that you would do for each other when you were dating, continue doing that when you're married. Don't just stop because you're married. And it wouldn't hurt in just giving your partner a kiss every now and then. <laughs> right? Do we not kiss? <laughs> No, we do, but that's basically, <laughs> that's what experts are just saying, suggesting that you kiss me You're more, basically. It sound like people that get married are just like, all right, we're friends now, platonic only. <laughs> well, I could see how uh, relationships can turn into that. Yeah, know? I think that's way down the line in marriage, though. Yeah, but it's definitely something to look out for in your first yeah. year. I and think, just set those habits yeah. early. We definitely are more touchy-feely, have PDA kind of, when we're not stressed, I feel like. Like, on the weekends, we have, like, fun plans and stuff, and we're just hanging out. Yeah, I feel like when we're busy, we barely even look at each other and just do our own thing. (laughs) 
that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, along those lines, experts also suggest taking marriage advice from too many people might not be a great thing. Yeah, definitely don't just tell anyone and everyone about your marriage problems because everybody always has something to say and everybody has an opinion, but it might not be what's going to work for you and your partner. And everyone's relationships are different and people are different in general and what might fly with you might not fly with someone else. And it also depends on the context and how everything is said and like yeah well especially interpreted that's true and especially if you're asking for advice from people who aren't married they probably won't really know your situation or unless they're in a long-term relationship they might kind of understand but I don't know then who should you talk to in a relation like if me and you were having a fight or something who would you want to talk to someone's relationship that I that you look up to? Yeah. Or, like, at that point, I would just bring it up to you and see what, like, the deal is. And if we can't figure it out, we'd probably just go to, like, a professional, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the only way I would see. Because it it's, like, a third, a third party. It's, like, doesn't bring your family into it or mm-hmm. anything. So it doesn't make the I feel like waters that's if muddy. It's a huge fight, though. Like, I can't think of any sort of fights where you would need to... I don't know, like go to a professional unless, well, everybody has their different things. So therapy is good. Like if you need to do that, then that's definitely okay. But I think therapy is fine. No, therapy is great. I I love therapy. I'm just saying that. Well, I think it'd be like good to take marriage advice from probably like a professional on marriage, right? (laughs) Instead of just like some random person. That's true. That's what experts are saying. I would consider, like, someone who's been married for, like, 30 to 50 years an expert, maybe, on marriage compared to someone that is, like, newly married or been divorced a few times or, you know, and maybe even someone who's been divorced is an expert because they know these different things. So it's, it's just hard to say, like, who to take advice from and who to tell all your problems to. Yeah, I think in that case, you just have to trust your gut. Like, always trust your gut. Talk to your partner, communicate with them more than you communicate to somebody else. Of course, it's okay to get other people's advice and talk to somebody else about what's going on in your life because that's healthy and normal. But above all else, just communicate with your partner and for sure trust your gut. And the last tip is to learn how to be independent because sometimes when you get married, I think we've like felt this as a couple you get put in that category of oh they're married they're like boring so (laughs) like don't hang out with them but and then you get stuck hanging out with each other all the time and you're like oh I can't hang out without my partner or vice versa but I feel like we're pretty good at like having time alone or time with our friends or Yeah. That kind of stuff. No, you're right. I think we have a really good balance of that. And it's so important to be independent and you can still feed off your partner and be with them all the time like we are, but making sure that you're making time for yourself and other people in your life. I think overall, it's important to just maintain good habits with you and your partner, whether that comes to your chores and the way that you do things around the house the way that you hang out with other people and just creating that balance and making those boundaries because 
it's so much easier to maintain these good habits than it is to do damage control later on. Yeah, so definitely keep all of these tips in mind on your first year of marriage or any year of marriage or any relationship in general if you're trying to take things seriously. I agree. I think all of this stuff that we read today taught me a little bit more about our relationship. It definitely made me think about some of the, like our chores and stuff. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that that's like a thing and thought of ways that we could improve on our relationship. So that's why I like doing this podcast with you. (laughs) Me too. Well, should we get into the book now? Yeah. Let's do the one question a day for newlyweds. So basically, it's just a journal, and every single day has a question, and then we answered that question. So it's 365 days of questions and answers. Fun. So should we just flip to a random one and then read it? Yeah. Number one. Number one. Oh my gosh. It's not number one. It's April 1st. That's the date of this one that I opened to. It says, who is the better cook and what is their specialty? Okay, so this is what I wrote on April 1st last year. I'm the best at making dips like salsa, guacamole, buffalo chicken dip, and queso. (laughs) I said, I think I have gotten better after being at home this year. And Brussels and potatoes is my best dish. (laughs) True. You are so good at making Brussels sprouts and potatoes. I would say you're the better cook. Nothing has changed. I've taken over. (laughs) Literally. I used to be the best cook. Now you cook pretty much every day. So, okay. Next one. Describe the best part of your wedding night. What day is this? April 15th. What did you say? I said, hanging out at the Entrada together. I said... On our wedding night, we ordered pizza with our families. That was really good. Yeah. Such a fun day. Okay, next one. September 2nd. What have you noticed about your spouse since being married? I wrote, I've noticed that we truly do work as a team when it comes to everything. He is so supportive and is my best friend. I wrote, I noticed that Katie will be a great and loving mother the way she treats me and Rocky. Aww. Can't wait to have kids one day, but not for a while. Yeah. A long time, actually. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. November 15th. When was the last time you got in trouble? I wrote, I spilled coffee on Chris's sweatshirt. (laughs) Um, I put, when we got a ticket to pick up Rocky. What ticket? Oh, a speeding ticket. A speeding ticket? Yeah, I remember. Oh, when we went to pick her up when she was like a baby. Yeah, pick her up in for the Utah. First time. I thought we got the ticket on the way home. Was the way there? We were almost there. <sighs> so annoying. There's some good ones in here, but we don't want to share like all of our life secrets with you guys. So. <laughs> yeah, we're just picking the best ones. Okay, May tenth. What is your favorite late night snack? I wrote hot Cheetos, <laughs> fries, and pizza. Oh, that sounds so good right now. <laughs> I put gummy candies or cookies. Mm. Would you change it if you could right now? Or is that still your favorite late night snack? I'd probably put like hot chicken or burgers too. But Hot chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by a hot chicken? 24 hot chicken. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think I would put cookies to mine. All right. July 31st. 
what kind of parents do you think you'll be? I put, I think I'll be loving and gentle and sometimes protective. I'm excited for us to be parents one day. I put, I think I would be a fun parent, but probably strict sometimes, and that's okay. And I'm sure I'll have a bunch of good dad jokes. (laughs) Yeah, you probably will. August 18th. The question is, what is one thing you firmly believe in? And I wrote, always be kind to others. You never know what someone is going through. Um, I put, you can always find the positive in something, especially if you make it funny. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> something negative can just be something funny. Kind of. And that can make it positive. Yeah. All right. Or you can just find the positive in something. Sorry, Sorry, not to laugh at something (laughs) you firmly believe in, but... uh, (laughs) No, that proves the point, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. April 29th. What was your first impression of your partner? I said, I thought he was going to be a player, lol. (laughs) I said, I thought she was a baddie. (laughs) 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 That's a good one. Batty. Okay, this is actually a good one, and it goes perfectly with what we talked about today. November 3rd, describe what marriage means to you. Marriage to me is working together, growing together, and supporting each other. I love Chris, and I'm so lucky to be married to him. I put marriage as partnership and teamwork. It builds and grows as we grow as individuals and as a couple. See, this is fun that we'll have this book forever. Yeah. This is one piece of advice I have is if you're getting married, you should definitely get one of these books to remember your first year of marriage together. Okay, we can end on this one. December 1st, what has been your favorite day so far this year? And I put our wedding day and the day we picked up Rocky and brought her home. I put our wedding day was by far my favorite day this year, which in this book, I hope your wedding day was your favorite day. I know, seriously. <laughs> well, if you could pick a day this year that was like your second favorite, or like besides our wedding day, what would you pick? Because um, I think I would pick... Probably one of the days at the beach or something. Yeah, that's what I think I would pick too. Or like maybe the day we moved to LA, that was such an exciting day. That was a hectic day. I don't know if that yeah, was... Yeah, maybe like the day after. <laughs> like the day we woke up in our new apartment and we were like... We went to Target and uh, Lowe's and we got a bunch of stuff. That was just so fun and new. This was a good episode, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) This was a good episode. Well, I hope. That was with a question mark. This was a good episode? (laughs) I don't know, but thank you guys for listening. Yeah, and we hope that you enjoyed our first year of marriage podcast even though it was a little over our first year but you get the point thanks for listening bye